unbridled sexual tension every fortnight. Damn. Two. Oh. But. <laughs> Expect terrible puns, dick death. jokes, death, some other things, uh, probably like some horrible improv like this. Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of the Death to Hobart Metal podcast. I am Gary Grimm. I am Tane. And uh, this episode of the podcast is something of a, a little bit of a going away party for me. Yeah, that's why only I turned up. Yes. Uh, well, you know, we're, we're sharing it with the hundreds and thousands of listeners that we get every week. Yeah. Or every month, whenever we record. Yeah, well, screw whatever the stats say. They just can't handle it on uh, SoundCloud, I think, to really get get the full scope of our listenership. It's right. Look, I'm about to go overseas in about a week at the time of recording. And I'm going to be doing all kinds of metallic things in Scandinavian and in European countries uh, with Natrias. And it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, there was um, there was something that kind of went down, unfortunately, uh, with the unexpected and um, and uh, with very short notice, the demise of Blastfest. Though. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the next segment. We've got to we got to save something for us to talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, this episode is is much more about the music. Uh, I think. Yeah, so. there's going to be a lot of music on this episode, and. We got a little bit of something for everyone, you know. We got we got you covered. Uh, if you like black metal, as always, we got you covered. If you like thrash, we got a little bit of that happening. We definitely have some sweet thrash. We got some death metal. We got some uh, weird fucking stuff that oh yeah, hell yeah, defies categorization. We got some sweet kind of old school stonery kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's about it. But um, yeah, a little bit of something for everyone, unless you like new metal or, or core shit yeah yeah yeah. no no crab core no well i mean there is something that's kind of close to dare i say it gent but well look you're just gonna have to wait and listen yeah that's true and find out so let's cut to some music yep uh Instead of our usual playing two songs at a time we're gonna play three songs at a time see what we're doing we're we can't shake 2016. It's still haunting us. And there's still a few releases from the end of 2016 mm. that we haven't had a chance to play for you guys that we're going to play. But we're also going to play some stuff from January and February of 2017. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to get rid of... Uh, the last of the stuff that we want to hear from 2016 have it over and done with and just get right into the new year with this episode definitely uh there are also a few releases uh where it's still like gary said from the end of 2016 but some of these bands have some shit coming up very very shortly which we're fucking psyched for as well uh, for those of you listening uh, on the podcast, we're also doing live recording on Facebook. So we're doing a live video 
I just want to read a couple of comments. Uh, Zach Marshall from the band Reva uh, says, You guys make me hard. That's and why we do the live video. It's so you guys can uh, can enjoy the man meat. That is, what's our celebrity power couple name? Have we sorted this out? Gain? Gain? <laughs> Tarry? Tarry. Uh, uh, maybe you guys think of something and let yeah, us know. Yeah, if you think of something, let us know. <laughs> uh, look... The only reason I started Death Tour by Metal in the first place was to make Zach Marshall hard. So, I've accomplished it. I can quit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we can go home. We can pack our bags. <laughs> um, speaking of new release stuff, uh, Joshua Reagan as well says, uh, are you guys excited for the new Paul Bearer album? Hell yes. Sure. I'm, I'm keen to see what they have to offer. I've heard the single and yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to see what else they've got to offer, but so far, so good. Yeah. I mean, uh, please tell us if there's any new release stuff that you guys are psyched for as well, because uh, we'll line up playing some as well. Yes. Anyway, music. Yep. Uh, we'll introduce the first of the three songs. Uh, Evan O'Brien from uh, the Voice of Chaos podcast uh, suggests our power couple name should be Tainy. That's what Gary calls me in bed. So Tainty. <laughs> Tainty. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Grim Taint. We'll uh, introduce uh, the first song and uh, then we'll come back. We'll back announce all the other songs that we play mm-hmm. and we'll talk some more shit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we'll be, uh, we'll probably be finishing the live video, but do listen out for the new episode. We'll, we'll finish the live video. We'll come back when we're talking some more. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. This is fun. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be like a few minutes of us editing. So, yeah. Uh, Nat also says Gratane could be our, um, <laughs> Gratane. It just kind of sounds like Gratane. I That's agree. That's true. That's true. I can, uh, I can, I could go for that. We'll have, we'll have a poll or some shit. Well, there's definitely uh, some uh, kind of pole involved. You got some pole here with from Zach Marshall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez! Like I was saying in the first attempt of the song, it's like uh, you know, unbound sexual tension. Oh, always. <laughs> so the first track we're gonna play is from some black metal. This segment's gonna be like our black metal segment. Um, first band is called Downfall of Gaia. Uh, they released an album right towards the end of 2016 called Atrophy, and we're going to play the title track from that. We're going to cut the live video for a little bit, and we'll, but we'll be back soon. Yep. So here it is, Downfall of Gaia with Atrophy. Enjoy, guys. <laughs>
Meditation Cult there with uh, the track The Antichrist Prevails from their new album Utter the Tongue of the Dead. Uh, and first we had Downfall of Gaia with Atrophy, the title track, and between we had Crimson Moon, uh, their new album, uh, oh jeez, this is a weird one, uh, one year... <laughs> Fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm having a Gary moment. One year or naught uh, with the song Molding of a Spell. Holding of a spell. Yeah. Uh, that Void Meditation Cult album is insane. Yeah, it's fucking. It's it's just so bizarre. Like that, that came out also towards the end of 2016, and I didn't really kind of latch onto it at first. It took me a little bit to warm up to it, mm. but uh, listen again recently, and solid, solid album. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah had to include it yeah it was a hard one to pick a track from as well yeah so like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast i'm going overseas soon and i figured you know before i go away just in case you know things can happen while you're traveling you know i might not make it back it's something we can hope for sure you know so so much negativity on facebook and in the press and all that kind of stuff at the moment i wanted to give you guys something positive Maybe you won't have to listen to my voice ever again. But but what shall we fap to, Gary? <laughs> well, luckily, you've got all the old episodes of the podcast. That's true, that's true. So I decided that before I go uh, on this episode of the podcast, I should leave my last will and testament. And uh, this is legal. You can hear me saying it now. I'm in of sound mind and body. Well. Uh, well debatable on either of those things but masturbatable as you were saying before that's that's true but close enough close enough to be legal here we go so let's see i don't i haven't really thought about this i i suppose the first thing i should say uh i'll ask tane to just not just to wipe my hard drive (laughs) but just destroy it beyond all recognition just in case is is there any particular reason I, no i'm not n- no no reason i mean uh, i'm sure i saw like a folder you know when we were djing that said something about weekend away with cardinal pell or uh new tool album or there are a few things okay i did a martin screlly that's his name right uh martin screlly yeah screlly yeah and uh, I paid Tool for the upcoming album. They finished recording it. They didn't tell anyone. This was like ages ago, right? Yeah. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, so this is why it's taken so long for them to release any new material because they had a whole album. It's probably their best one yet. It's a hundred times better than Anima. And I bought it off them. Guess this- guess what I paid for it? What? Guess. Oh, like while uh, I think of something, <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking maybe like uh, you talked to Maynard about like actually saying you liked Pusifar, uh without laughing, uh, <laughs> and that we we promote that through the podcast because that would be you know something very valuable. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who who wouldn't actually ever be able to do that. You guessed it. Hey, hey, <laughs> look at that straight at the top of my head. So there's that. 
but look not even the band don't even have a copy of this album so just like destroy that yeah danny Carey was way too trusting we found Uh, he just said like maynard said he was taking it away for a weekend and he'd have it back soon and finally they'd be able to go on tour then i took it physically uh yeah and there's just some other private folders with nothing um important in them so destroy my hard drive burn it if you must uh just don't inhale the fumes that's how toxic some of the contents is oh geez uh let's see what else what yeah what have you got i mean just um keep death tour but metal going can i can i give lemmy's corpse his facial hair back yes i think that's something we should definitely do (laughs) Uh, but like, um, like Tupac and like Dio before me, mm. uh, maybe use a hologram at all the Death Tour but Metal shows. I was going to suggest that. Yeah, definitely. I'll have like a silk screen or a projection. Um, is there any like song I should line up, uh, for when you appear the first time? Do you have any requests? What's that, uh, Eminem song? Look who's back, back again. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Shady's back. Groom like, is back. I fucking hate metal, to be honest. Like, seeing as, like, this might be the last time you hear from me. It's just, just, you're just letting it all out. Just, this is very candid. Just white rappers. Just white rappers? White, the whiter, the better. Nerdcore? Uh, ICP. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, they are the, uh, the, the sort of forefront of freedom fighters in the States right now. Sure. So. Just while I have the chance, we would shout out to my um, Juggalo fam. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, represent the hatchet, uh, twenty four seven. Yeah. So, uh, just if you can pour a fago out for me, that'd be awesome. Yeah, sure. We'll have, we'll have a, a, I don't know, I don't know, like memorial drinking of the fago at DTVM, yeah. and then I'll kill myself out of shame. It'll be, it'll be an honor killing. Wow, win win. Yeah, I know, right? So, uh, what else can I put in my will? I really should have thought of it about this beforehand. Uh, uh, something about my funeral. Some uh, vinyls. Uh, few, uh, th- those things are just like, whatever though. They're just material possessions. So, I think the funeral is a good thing to concentrate yeah, on. Yeah, maybe if there's some kind of orgy at my funeral, that'd be cool. Okay. Some kind of rap orgy? Suicidal rap orgy? Oh, no, I meant the band orgy. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll play anything. The opening of uh, an envelope, perhaps, but and only only new metal at my, uh, playing over the speakers. I'm I'm disgusted, but I must say that I I secretly always expected this. And um, just to give you a taste of what that's going to be like, uh, Tane's going to do his Jonathan Davis impression <laughs> on the spot. What right now? Yep, right now. <laughs> this is just. <laughs> I, I, I did just watch Eric Andre do one, but yeah. yeah, I'll have a lot of that and I'll just loop it at the funeral. Yeah, that's fine. We can edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we We're edit it out it. of our memories though? Because it's done now. Well, we'll have to drink more uh, to do that. Yeah. Speaking of drinking more, let's have some more drinks and play some more music. Yeah, because we have a lot to play. So, so this segment is going to be like our weird 
segment. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The first yeah. band that we're going to play, I just discovered the other day uh, at the time of recording. They're a band called Heavy Baby Sea Slugs, and they released an EP called Teenage Graveyard Party, which is so suitable for what we were just talking about. I know, right? The track we're going to play is called King Midas of Shit, which is pretty rad. Yep. You can't go past that for a name. That's pretty good. But man, this band is uh, out there, you know? It's, it's like punk, metal, rockabilly oddity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, you know, a lot of people will hear us say rockabilly and be like, ooh, whatever kind of thing. But this but is... Listen, and yeah. Yeah, as soon as I heard this EP, uh, I instantly connected with it and was just blown away with how different it sounded and uh you know just the unique vision of this band so um Mm. here we go with some heavy baby sea slugs king midas of shit Thank you. 
Business there from Iron Reagan's new album Crossover Ministry. And uh, first up there, we had Heavy Baby Sea Slugs, their song King Midas of Shit, which is an excellent, excellent fucking song title, uh, from Teenage Graveyard Party EP. And between that, we had Second to Sun with their song Chock Kappa from uh, Blackbound. Yeah, that's another band. Uh, Second to Sun's another band that came out with this album right towards the end of 2016 Mm. i put it on my list but then we were doing all the existential crisis episode and uh, and then having an existential crisis exactly so that takes up a bit of time exactly yeah but uh so i mean we're back and like we said this episode is about fitting the last things in before gary and that go away uh, yeah, so uh, while overseas, uh, going to be attending some heavy metal festivals in Europe. Uh, there was going to be a festival in Norway called Blastfest, and that just cancelled about a week ago now, I think. Mm. Uh, it's unfortunate. It was a troubled uh, festival to begin with. They had a lot of problems because they had the band Pest Noir on. Yeah, we spoke about uh, some of the issues actually in previous episodes, but it's just kind of compounded. So, 
Yeah, the Pessinois issue uh, was a big thing with Antifa, right? Antifa came in and fucked Blastfest's shit up, basically. Uh, Not in the kind of way that they'd gloriously think they did. They just kind of threatened them a lot because of the band. Yeah, but yeah. long story short, uh, they had to cancel that. Bands were pulling out. The festival, the people running the festival say they went bankrupt. And they basically pulled a sound Meta. wave. Yeah, they pulled an AJ Meta. Uh, said they were bankrupt and cancelled the festival. And at really short notice. So. Yeah, look, it's a negative thing. I don't want to talk about it too much more because there's too much negativity out there on the internet at the moment. So let's talk about positive things. Woo, positivity. We're going to talk about festival experiences both at home and abroad mainly abroad mm. mainly european festivals i mean obviously there are still things happening besides blast fest there's going to be a lot of cool things happening for gary and that uh including uh oh yeah uh so bolza uh supporting no uh Faster supporting bolza that's right yeah 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 in that's switzerland that's just one night but i am still attending a festival and that's um the netherlands death fest in funnily enough the netherlands in uh tilburg uh heaps of fucking great bands pestilence Candlemass, demolition hammer abath gorgoroth judah uh bird flash fucking more more that bands than you can sweet lineup more bands than you can poke your dick at um but yeah uh teen what international festivals have you attended in the past okay well let's see i've only made it uh to some limited parts of the metal homeland so i've spent a few months in sweden um which is probably where i saw most of my um international kind of metal stuff as far as festivals and shows go uh so i've been to a few smaller ones i, I haven't done um you like hellfests or or anything like that um or, or varken but i've done some great ones called uh like metal town in, in gothenburg yeah. um uh, rock weekend in schillefors uh in the middle of sweden uh fuck i actually did about three or four in a really short period where we kind of road tripped and i was i didn't really stop being drunk and at sure. that point because i was trying to learn some swedish i can't even remember the name of some of the towns yeah, they, they kind of all started to bleed into each other but i mean i think that's that is something uh systemic like uh sorry uh uh it's something that you experience when you do the the big uh, tours if you're sure. from Australia and, and you make the pilgrimage, you know? Sure. Uh, what are some of the standout bands that you've seen um, at, at some of these festivals? Hmm. Any that come to mind uh, off the top of your head? I The first time I got to see Alice Cooper was yeah. actually... Um, that was in Chilifosh. Uh That was a fucking cool festival, actually, because it's a really small town, uh, smack bang in the middle of Sweden. Uh, so near Darlana, uh, for anyone who, who knows the area. Um, but they essentially, it's a really small town, farming town, nothing really metal about it, but they started doing this festival. And there's a disused train track, which is used this one time when they have the festival. Uh, the train pulls in, 
Uh, it's one of those ones where you can like the sleeper carriages. You that is your hotel room. The train doesn't actually move from there. Uh, That's cool. It was it was fucking amazing. And so then you just walk across some fields. There's a massive lake. There's three stages, uh, and it's like all beautiful, like Swedish lake, pine forest, all this other stuff. And then seeing awesome bands like yeah, Alice Cooper. I saw Europe there. Um, I saw Halloween there. I think you're always gonna see Europe at any international metal festival that you go to, be it Vakin, Hellfest, yeah, anything. Yeah. I, I think one of the most memorable things, uh, band-wise, though, yeah. about that particular uh, festival was seeing Thin Lizzy uh, uh, with no fill and not. That was just awkward. Like it was really weird. Um, yeah, I think they're still going with no fill. Yeah. It's like... I mean, look, I, I can understand why the rest of the guys want to play. It's not necessarily for money. It's because they love the music. Sure, but call it something else. Yeah, Fuck totally. Me. It's fucking awkward. And that, that was really bizarre. Um, although, uh, at the same time, I mean, that was a bit of a cringe fest. And I, I think a lot of the audience were a bit confused and whatnot. But seeing a band like Europe there, where everyone's like, oh, fucking Europe, it's just like, uh, they only know the final countdown. And then, but then everyone was singing along. Yeah, everyone every sung along song. to every song. It's true. And I, I think there are, there are a lot of uh, sort of like older, sometimes considered naff bands now by, by larger elements of the metal community. And really, they're, they're still a pleasure. Guilty for some, but they're a pleasure. I think I saw something similar with was it Molly Hatchet? Or oh yeah, right. One of those bands. Anyway, it, I, I love that's something that I love about international festivals mm. is you get to see some of those older bands that won't come out here, mm. uh, but they're still playing over there, and um, the crowd are just getting into the the nostalgia of it all and just totally rocking out to these old bands i think it's cool there's uh funnily enough talking about molly hatchet uh that i think has been voted on a couple of lists that i've seen as one of the most misleading album covers uh (laughs) in metal history i can't even remember the name of the album but i actually know the artist um it's Richard Kane Ferguson who does some fucking amazing sword and sorcery stuff normally. And it was just such a strange choice for him, strange choice for subject matter of the awesome dude on the horse with the yeah. axe. So like an epic metal cover. Yeah, yeah. It's and an then, epic <laughs> And then it's more like a hair metal kind of yeah, sound. Exactly. Yeah. But um, you know, that's cool. For me, uh standouts at festivals, uh band wise. Mm. I would have to say King Diamond at the 2012 Hellfest. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, He was... I think he played on the first night Mm. of three nights. Uh, And he was the last band to play. Well, I was walking back to my tent and I could hear Amanamath playing somewhere. Hmm. Uh, But, yeah, King Diamond was the last on the main stage. And it was huge. Yeah. I wish... The, the the stage show is epic uh it was like a mansion on the stage he had his grandma his fake grandma come out and he sang like welcome home to her and stuff like that that's and awesome it was just epic his voice is still so goddamn solid mm. it was amazing 
And uh, we were talking about this uh, before we started recording. Were you saying that Alice Cooper hung himself? Yeah, so uh, he actually, uh, like I was saying before, um, like just like in the middle of a field, uh, still managed to bring all the props uh, and did the awesome thing where he like kills himself at the end or someone kills him, but uh, had the gallows set up and everything. And at the end, like hangs himself and dies uh, but it's it, it's just so fucking bizarre seeing exactly where this was like it was like a fucking postcard with then a stage and then Alice Cooper dead <laughs> it's just fucking Hanging, insane swinging from a, the end of a rope yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was incredible awesome yeah never seen Alice Cooper live I've got to remedy that shit that is the only time I've got to see him and uh, it was it was festival sound so it wasn't the best but the show was still impeccable uh, mud was like up to your knees but I, I think that's that's one thing that um, sometimes you do get festival fatigue and especially for, for a lot of Australians who haven't travelled and done these kind of things it, it's a very rare thing uh, to have multi-day festivals that say you camp out at or you're staying close to I mean since Metal for the Brain those kind of days it's been a long fucking time for over here but over there it's just part of summer um, yeah it's a pretty regular thing so sometimes i found and i mean i'm sure you've definitely found this like the, the end of a third day festival the beginning of a three-day festival mm. this is so like the first day it will usually be like four or five days so mm. the first day is like setting up camp mm. then the actual festival starts the next day mm-hmm. so the first day of the actual festival starting uh this is hellfest i think 2012 mm-hmm. uh i'm down by the death slash black metal tent and um it's about 11 o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. i think dude totally passed out with half a jug of beer right outside the tent just totally destroyed just lying there like before it's even started yeah yeah well basically yeah 11 o'clock in the morning like band there's, there's maybe one band has played yeah so far uh, so people covered him in hay from the tent or straw that they found on the ground. Yeah. Which was pretty awesome. Uh, another cool thing I saw, this was near, I think I was going to see Discharge play in the little punk tent that Hellfest has. Mm. And there... Nothing like finding Discharge in a tent at a festival. That's right. Uh, there was a guy dressed as an orc. <laughs> from Lord of the Rings hanging out and people were getting their photo taken with him. And then there was a bit of a commotion. Like I was just looking at this guy. There was a bit of commotion behind me. I turn around, the crowd parts and there's a wizard, a dude dressed as a fucking wizard and they kind of see each other and they kind of do a little fake battle and then they just end up hugging each other and headbanging to the That's fucking beautiful. music and stuff. I love that. It I was awesome. That. I'm pretty sure I took some photos and they're on a, a hard drive somewhere. That's cool. But that was amazing. One, uh, just quickly while I think about it, this is one of uh, Tane's top festival tips. Uh, and something because we don't have camping festivals so much over here. The reason there's bales of straw around and people will bring them uh, is because you can line your tent with them and if it rains or if it gets wet, uh, straw combusts slowly when it uh, when it's contacted by something wet. Think about that how you will. But um, yeah. it actually warms you up uh, as you do it. That's something from my reenacting days. But 
actually a fucking good idea, especially if it's, say, like, an autumn festival and it's pissing down rain. Uh, probably a good idea. So your pro tip is uh, line things with straw. Yep, just everything. My pro tip for festivals, and then we'll cut to some music, is... Never give anyone your number when you don't have a condom. <laughs> Do no, that, that doesn't stop you. No, no, of course not. Uh, take drugs from strangers. Mm, an excellent idea. Because, I mean, look, the metal crowd's not going to be taking shitty pingers or anything like that. It's just mostly weed. Uh, see, if you're traveling from a long distance, see as many bands as you can. I hung out with a bunch of Australians and um swedes at the last hellfest i went to and i'd be hanging out just getting pissed until about four or five in the afternoon so Mm. they missed a whole shitload of bands it's like why travel to the other side of the world if you're doing something that you could just do at home which is get fucked up yeah Uh, Uh, yeah that that is a weird thing like um Australians and English people in particular, I find, are are very guilty of doing that. It's like, you want to go and do what you do at home. Uh, Like, I get it. Like, it's fine if that's how you want to do it, but... You're a piece of shit for doing it. You know, you're going to see so much more cool stuff and more cool people if you go out and actually... Yeah. And experience the festival, you know? I think this is a good opportunity to to talk about festival prep as well for people who might be thinking about doing it. All right, let's let's do a little brief thing and then we'll cut to some music because yeah. we've been gas bagging too long. Okay, okay. What what are the top things that that you're really glad you did at festivals or things you wish you'd done at festivals? Uh, getting up early uh, to line up for the showers uh, before the bands start is always a good thing. Mm. I think that's a good thing for for at least personal enjoyment, but do be prepared as well like for the if, fact that no one else is going to do that if so. it's a three-day festival you want to do it at, uh, at least the middle day yeah <laughs> at least at least and, at and maybe least. i don't know rub yourself down with like salt or something anything to just get that crust off you, you're there to have a good time too so just i just always go in with that in mind i think mm prepare to be outside of your comfort zone i reckon oh yeah totally especially um if you're in a country that's not um not native english speaking yeah uh i mean i've always been surprised by the amount of people that do speak good english but i I would say uh my two top tips uh learn some really basic language of the country you're going to because it'll be greatly appreciated yeah 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 i think france uh germany's usually okay but it's appreciated and you make a good impression i think that's a really important thing especially if you're by yourself in the country as well and the second thing is if it is a festival where you're bringing supplies bring too much booze because (laughs) seriously uh you're gonna because you meet people yeah yeah you meet people uh you're gonna drink more than you think you will uh, and European prices for beer, depending on what country you're in, sometimes it's okay, but you're going to be waiting in massive fucking lines for booze, uh, and it's probably going to cost you more than actually going to a bottle So Yeah. So there we go. There are some tips for festivals. I just want to say before we cut to the music, if you're in Australia, and um, which a lot of our listeners are, 
and you haven't been to a European metal festival before and you've always been thinking of going to one, uh, do it. Yeah, save up. Like, uh, I know um, uh, Aussie dollars sort of up and down a lot, but you can plan in advance. You can do it. Um, I know a lot of people think uh, it's too expensive, it's too much hassle, there's this and that. Mm. It's worth every cent. It's worth or any kind of hassle you have to deal with in mm. the traveling. It's worth the epic uh, plane rides. You, you're never going to meet a metal crowd like the European crowd. It's very true. Yeah. It's it's an experience, like, especially here in Sydney, like, you, you get good shows where people are into it mm. sometimes. But I'll use an example, Tursus. I've never really been into that band. I saw them in Europe with the whole crowd hugging each other or getting into battles with each other, singing along to every single word. I fucking love that band now because yeah. of that experience. Yeah, I think there's definitely... Um like seeing a band live uh is always one of the best judges there there is if a band can't especially pull it off live especially yeah. amongst huge fans like that yeah yeah totally like it, it it's very very different um the european crowds are fucking insane yeah get amongst it and yeah. just go in there with a the spirit of fun and you'll have the fucking time of your life Let's listen to some music. Cool. So we... Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, we're going to get a bit death metal now. Yeah. And yeah, we've got some sweet shit. But first up, uh, we're going to be listening to Vitriol. They've got their (laughs) self-titled out. And uh, we're going to be listening to Octosphere of Obscure Occurrence. Man, Vitriol kind of remind me of like a revenge type thing yeah yeah that's uh, a little bit more organized chaos than revenge yeah but, uh, but the um the this is some of the dirtiest shit you'll hear it is so here we go with vitriol from their self-titled album uh the song's called octosphere of obscure occurrence a bit of uh consonants there for you guys mm Oh, no, that's a vowel. So it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So what is it then? Um, what do they call that? Uh, alliteration. Alliteration. Okay. Mm. A bit of alliteration there for you guys. English lesson and death metal. I knew alliteration was a thing. I didn't... Anyway. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. Oh, 
just listening to a band called memoriam there uh a track called resistance from the the number one uh, of a two-part series i think it's going to be of the hellfire demos uh tane did they sound like anyone to you (laughs) we've been lining us up for ages just waiting for (laughs) for bolt thrower who unfortunately broke up last year with with kitty dying uh, but th- that is, in fact, um, a fair chunk of uh, who were Bolt Thrower yes. with their new band. Yeah, that's the new band with mostly members of Bolt Thrower. Be- at the beginning of that segment was Vitriol from the self-titled album. Uh, the song was called Octosphere of Obscure Occurrence. And right in the middle there was an excellent, excellent death metal band called Two Mold. Uh, they released an album, I think it was at the end of last year, I may be wrong. Yeah, I think it was 2016. Yeah, uh, it was called Primordial Malignancy, and uh, that song was called Bereavement of Flesh. That album is heavy as leady balls. I think 
for the most part we've had some awesome music on this episode it's been mainly music and um it's paid off because it's been all really good yeah uh the the thing was we did the the sort of best of 2016 episode and of course there was a whole bunch of shit that's still just uh reaching us now yeah Um, we still had some cleaning up to do yeah look that's the end of 2016 from now on it's all going to be 2017 yeah and in fact uh with memoriam as well uh as gary was saying it's uh we played the first part of the hellfire demos the second part is out now uh, and yeah, if not now, then soon. But yeah, uh, it's available for purchase. That that album's coming out this year. Yeah, so uh, keep your eye out for that. If you want some new Bolt Thrower, that's the closest that you're gonna get, unfortunately. Yeah, it's still pretty fucking sweet. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but look, there's some amazing stuff coming up in 2017. The new uh, Immolation album is coming oh, out. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, that should be coming out, I think, early next month. So early March. Mm-hmm. There's a new Overkill album. There's a heap of shit coming out. Mm. That all looks really good. There's also a few other things coming up in 2017. Uh, Gary and I are now confirmed for doing our second year with Metal United Down Under. Yeah, so, uh, well, we don't know if Tane's going to be there or not yet. Yeah, I might be overseas, but I'll still be hopping out uh, behind the scenes beforehand. But uh, we're involved at the Metal United Down Under Sydney leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll include links in SoundCloud so you can... Um, Look it up and keep updated with the lineup uh, updates and whatnot. Yeah, you'll also be able to check out Metal Ruse as well, our good friend Michael Luders. Um, he, I mean, if you haven't checked the site out actually before, uh, it's fucking amazing. He does an excellent gig guide. He has interviews. He's yeah. got a whole bunch of awesome shit. Yeah, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, mm. we have talked about this before. If you haven't checked it out yet, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Uh, also this Saturday, what date is Saturday? Uh, the 11th. The 11th. So at time of recording this Saturday, the 11th of February, there is the metal, the Sydney metal meetup. If you don't know what that is, bunch of metal heads go to Utopia and clean that place out of all of their bargains. Yep. Uh, amazing, amazing heavy metal store in Sydney. Yeah, it's, uh, well, fuck, it's been around for 30 years or so. Some people still don't know it exists, but, uh, But or they think it doesn't exist anymore. But, uh, we all go there. Uh, then we meet up at the Belvedere Hotel across the road. Yeah, Uh, just down the road pub, we book, oh, well, Dave Balfour, who you heard on one of our earlier episodes, episode 12. Yeah, who runs Steel Assassins, amongst many other things. Yeah, he books out uh, upstairs at the Belvedere Hotel, and we all meet up after our Utopia run mm-hmm. and talk about our purchases and yeah. talk about metal. Yeah, and have a brew, catch up with people from the scene you might not have met before. Hang out, meet some people. It's fucking amazing. Like, honestly... It's always a good time. Dave does such an excellent job of bringing people together uh and it is great because you can just you talk metal you meet new people you have a beer uh it's a good excuse to go and buy some fucking vinyl 
Uh, and also, uh, there's the Thrash Blast Grindfest that night as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, I know King Parrot and Revocation are playing that. I think maybe Black Reno. Yeah, Black Reno are also playing. So. And a couple other bands. We it's did, a fucking kill. We didn't look up the information before we started recording yeah, this. Yeah, straight but, off um, the top of our heads. We're that kind of organic fucking podcast. But it happens on that Saturday night at the Manning Bar. So after you're at the Sydney uh, Metal Meeting, up you can head over to the menning bar mm-hmm. and hang out and watch some fucking great metal as yeah well. i'll definitely be there i'll be at the meetup i'm sure hopefully gary and that'll be at the meetup but that's just yeah. before they go overseas uh, so I'll, I'll definitely be at the meetup mm. uh and yeah speaking of going overseas this has been the last episode of the podcast before i go over there uh bon voyage to me sure uh i'll see you all later hopefully if not you've got my will and testament earlier in this episode yep that's true there's not much more to say except we're about to listen to uh heavy temple ah yeah 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 so you wanted to save this one till last yeah uh heavy temple uh this awesome american old school kind of stoner doom band uh, they released their, f- I think this is their first full length album. They've released a few demos or EPs in mm. the past that, uh, really caught my attention. But, uh, this album, I hope I am pronouncing it right. It's called Chasset. Or Chasset. 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 Uh, the band's Heavy Temple. And they have a song called In the Court of the Bastard King. Of course, uh, a bit of a play on the old King Crimson in the court of the Crimson King. Unfortunately, sure. we've now lost two members of King Crimson as well uh, in the yeah. last few months, which fucking sucks. I mean, out of all the... Ma- like, they've had so many lines. They've, they've had a shitload, but it's still fucking sad. The, like, Fripp's the only member that's really stuck with it. Yeah, true, for true. The most part. But anyway... I digress. Yes, we're not listening to King Crimson. We're listening to another fucking awesome band we're called Heavy Temple. To something that's up there. Yep. It's Heavy Temple. Chasset is the album. In the Court of the Bastard King is the track. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your listenership. If you haven't heard any of the earlier episodes, please go back and check them out. And hopefully we'll have you back for later episodes yeah yeah and yeah. if you're in sydney come to the death tour by metal club the next one will be in april 2017 at time of recording and we'll uh we'll also be there at the uh metal meetup yeah as well. don't be shy come say hello yeah or always love to have a beer with you guys so yeah yeah uh you can buy me one because i'm broke because I'm going overseas. <laughs> or not. Whatever. Well, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time. This is Heavy Temple with uh, In the Court of the Bastard King. Enjoy. Goodbye. Have fun. Have fun.